should you have a limited company? That is one of the most common questions I get asked all the time because most people aren't aware of all the advantages and the disadvantages. So in this video, I'm going to share with you five advantages of having a limited company and five disadvantages so that you get more insight and you can then make a decision of whether a limited company is for you. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. There are different business structures available for you to use for your property business. But one of the common questions I get asked by people, and you may have this question by the way, is should I use a limited company or what are some of the advantages or disadvantages for using a limited company? Because with the introduction of Section 24, finance costs, higher rate taxpayers can't claim all of the finance costs uh, for tax purposes if they have property in their own name or a partnership. So the attention paid to limited companies has increased, as has the funding available from third-party lenders and mortgagees. So a lot of people on their mind have this question, should I use a limited company? So I'm going to cover some of the pros and cons for you. I can't give you an exhaustive list because this video could be easily be 30 or 45 minutes. So I want to keep it as short and simple as I can to give you some of the headline information which will give you enough to decide whether a limited company is for you or isn't for you. So let's look at the advantages first. Number one, corporation tax. So as things stand right now, corporation tax is at 19%. So it doesn't matter how much profit you make. Let's say your property business makes £200,000 profit every year. You pay 19% on that profit, I'm simplifying it because there could be other allowances like capital allowances, but just say your net, net, net profit after or your taxable profit is £200,000, you pay 19% of that to HMRC. Now, if that business were in your own name, then you would pay tax at basic rate, 20%, higher rate, 40%, and additional rate, 45%, depending on how much income you have which at £200,000, all three of those would apply to you. So you would give a significant chunk away to HMRC in comparison to having a limited company. Although as the tax rules change in 2023, you'll have a tax regime for smaller companies and a tax regime for uh, larger companies and the larger companies will be paying 25%. However, what I would say to you is, if you qualify as a larger company and you've got to pay 25% tax, you shouldn't be bothered because if your company gets to that size, you've done incredibly well. And I think the last thing on your mind that should concern you is paying 25% tax. And I'm saying that because I'm saying have the mindset to grow and not be too worried about just the tax bill on its own. You should be thinking about creating a legacy, creating a company which creates good income, good profits, creates jobs, contributes to the local economy. And that's more important than just worrying about the tax. You might find that odd coming from an accountant and a tax advisor, but the mindset for this and the purpose of this video here 
it said to you, you know, tax is important, you need to consider it, you need to think about it, but there are other things as well which are more important and override tax. So one of the earliest things I was ever taught by one of my mentors is don't let the tax tail wag the dog. So obviously keep tax as a consideration, but don't do things just because of tax, because then you might do something to save a bit of tax and realize you've created a bigger problem over here, which wouldn't have happened had you not been too focused on tax. So you need to take a holistic view on everything. But for our purpose here today, let's assume you're a small company, you'd pay 19% corporation tax on your profits as compared to paying personal tax at 20, 40 or 45%, depending on your profits. So the tax regime is lower for smaller companies in a limited company compared to ind uh, individual properties or property in somebody's name or in a partnership. Yeah, that's the first one. Number two, the ability to plan for inheritance tax. So a flexibility that you have through your limited company is to have different classes of shares. These are generally called alphabet shares. Alphabet because they start from A all the way to Z. And then with that, you can have growth shares, you can have freezer shares. So let's say you've got you and a spouse and you've got a child and they're 18 and you want to start a property business and you might say 40% goes to you, 40% goes to your spouse and 20% of the shares in this new company could go to your child. So therefore, you're giving them some value that you're going to create by growing the company. And you can, could then freeze your shares at some point in the future, give your child growth shares to enable them to grow the company so that you incentivize them so they get more value going forward. So this is a benefit if that's something you're looking to do to mitigate for inheritance tax in the future. At the same time, and this is important, incentivizing whoever you do, using my example, it could be your child or your children, incentivizing them to be involved in the company and getting them to be focused on growing the company and working hard for the company in return, getting more value. So that flexibility is available to you if you have a limited company. Number three, interest costs. As I covered at the start of the video, if you're an individual or you have a properties owned jointly or in a partnership and you're going to a higher rate of tax, you can't claim all your mortgage interest costs or your finance costs. Well, that particular ruling doesn't apply to a limited company. So if you've got, let's say, 10 properties, all with a mortgage through a limited company, you, pay, you can claim all of your interest costs through the limited company and therefore reduce your taxable profit. Whereas for a sole trader or property in your own name or in a partnership, if you're a higher rate taxpayer, you can only claim 20% because that's all you get as a tax credit. So you don't get all the mortgage relief. So if you're a 40% taxpayer, higher rate taxpayer, you only claim 20%. So rather than claiming 40% of it, you claim 20% of it. So in simple terms, you only get half the tax relief, which can turn out to be very, very costly depending on all your total interest costs for the year. So having a limited company will help you overcome that particular challenge right now. Number four, and this is a big one, Limited liability. So if you own property in your own name, if anything goes wrong, you are personally liable. 
with a limited company, it's a separate legal entity. So the company is responsible for its debts. So if something were to go wrong with the company, you are not personally liable unless you give a personal guarantee. This leads us on to something else, which is when you're obtaining funding, do you have to give a personal guarantee? And sometimes you have to guarantee the whole lot. Sometimes you can negotiate and only guarantee a small amount. Let me give you an example. Just did something with a client. They got uh, financing with Aldemo for 1.2 million pounds. And Aldemo wanted a guarantee and they were able to negotiate uh, that the first 100,000 pounds is through a personal guarantee. Yet the 1.1 million pounds is not guaranteed. So you can do those kind of things to mitigate the guarantee. But if you haven't given a guarantee, you're not personally liable. That gives a lot of people peace of mind and comfort. So if you're thinking about or you're concerned about being personally liable, then of course the limited liability protection is going to mean a lot to you. So that's something you ought to consider. Number five, you get to control how much is paid out to you and when. For example, you could pay yourself a salary and whatever you pay yourself as a salary gets deducted from your profits for tax purposes. On top of that, you can then take a dividend and that dividend can be taken depending on where you are in your personal tax circumstances and how much money you need for the year. So if your company makes a £100,000 profit, if you're a sole trader, then you just pay tax on that £100,000 irrespective of whether you use the money personally or not. Through a limited company, because the company is a separate legal entity, the company pays corporation tax, but you only pay further tax, i.e. income tax, if you take the money out for personal purposes. So if you take no money out in the whole year, the company only pays 90% corporation tax. If you take out some funds, depending how you take them as a salary or dividend, you have to pay a certain amount of tax. So it enables you to plan your remuneration. Now, if you've got two or more businesses or you've got a full-time job and a business, you might not need income from your business, which means having it through a limited company, you only pay 90% corporation tax and nothing else. But if you had the business in your own name, you'd pay tax on the whole profit, which would get added to your salary anyhow, so you'd pay a huge amount of tax. So the good thing about a limited company, it enables you to control how much you get paid and when you get paid. So that's five of quite a few reasons for why you ought to be thinking about possibly having a limited company. I will cover some more for you in a later video and I'll probably go into more detail. But so far, if you've got any questions, post it in the comments below. Or if you want a longer video, post that in the comments below too. And I'll happily do one where I cover as many of the different reasons as I can for the advantages and the benefits for having a limited company. But for now, we're going to move on to some of the disadvantages so you can kind of compare apples for apples. So the first disadvantage of having a limited company is it's going to cost you more in compliance costs because you've got higher accountancy fees. You then have to file a corporation tax return. You've then got fees to be able to uh, company's house to file your uh, annual statement. And on top of that, your accountant will charge you fees to do that for you because generally accountants will do it for you. You can do it yourself as well, by the way, but you need to be aware there are quite a few extra steps that need to be taken and your accounts are going to be more detailed than they, they would be if you were a sole trader. So the costs are higher and the regulation is more as well. So that's something you ought to be aware of. Number two, 
If you make a capital gain in your name, you get an annual exemption every single year. If you make a gain in a limited company, the company does not get an annual exemption for capital gains tax purposes. So depending on what you're doing, if you are making some gains, which aren't trading gains, are treated as investments, then you might be better doing them in your own name, especially if you've got a situation where you've got a husband or wife or civil partners or two or more people, maybe doing that particular deal in your own name as a one-off might work better than having it through a limited company. That's something you ought to bear in mind. Number three, although more companies are now making mortgages available through limited company, the rates are higher usually. They are coming down to uh, what they were like four or five years ago, but the rates are higher and there's less lenders available than in your own name. So you need to compare the interest costs over the period of the loan and see if it's viable for you because what you might find is, especially if section 24 doesn't affect you, you might find that having a property in your own name works out better for you. Again, with everything, do the maths, not just in this particular year, but over say, in the next five or 10 years and see which option works better for you. But you just ought to bear in mind that the costs are going to be higher in terms of interest payments to a lender. Number four, you've got to be aware of the Companies Act 2006 because that would affect you if you had a limited company and you've got to bear in mind all of the regulations and the consequences of that. That doesn't apply to you as a sole trader or a partnership, but it does in a limited company. And again, there are certain other things in terms of having different shareholders and the responsibilities that come with that. Also in terms of management style, and how you run a limited company is very different to a sole trader. So apart from certain legislation like health and safety or employment law, you can pretty much run your sole trader business as you like. With Companies Act and a limited company being a separate legal entity, there are certain things you need to be aware of. So the requirements are different. And if you don't like complication and you like simplicity, then a sole trader or partnership is probably a better way to go than going down a limited company. So there is additional regulation, additional things you need to be aware of, and certain things that you need to do in, in terms of managing the company, because in a company, you've got shareholders and you've got directors. In closed companies, smaller companies, they tend to be the same people, but it can be different people, and therefore the rules are different for that purpose. Number five, if you're a private person and you don't like things being in the public domain, then a limited company isn't for you. Because when you incorporate a company, the information is available on company's house, and the key personnel and persons of significant control are also shown at company's house, so people know who the key people involved are in that company. Then when you file your accounts, whether abbreviated or full account, depending on the size of your company, those accounts also go on to Companies House website. So there's a certain amount of information which is out in the public domain. That might not be good for you because you might be a private person who doesn't want to share any information with the outside world. And that's absolutely fine, by the way. There are people like that. In that case, having a business in your own name might be a much better idea. So if you don't like being in the public domain, a limited company or an LLP as well, by the way, isn't for you having a business in your own name or a partnership might be better for you. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard.
You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.